Welcome to Battle World. It's Cape Crisis, the weekly comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. That's H E N E R E Y G on Twitter. Once again. Indeed. Yeah, exciting. Almost up to speed on it's, that. Jesus it's an exciting, hurt. all positive. I'm always so fucking loud. Because <laughs> I'm so happy to be doing this podcast. I guess. Hi, it's everybody. such a great episode. So much better than last week's. That's what I'm trying to Can say. Can we not talk about last week's? I'm saying we just have a fun episode. That's all with with regular co-host Christopher Antista. Boo. Worst ever. Worst ever. <laughs> Hashtag collusion. And our old buddy. <laughs> hey, everybody. We like, missed him. Fucking around trying to keep the voices level. <laughs> it's me. Hi, Brett Elston. Hi. This, hey, show, this show is officially back on track. No. Yeah. Well, oh, I know we- we've had people in the comments saying like they missed Brett when he whipped us into shape and kept us kept Oh, man. Us on, on Wait till you hear what I didn't read this week. Uh, I've um, read a lot of stuff this week. We have so much. To, so this is a comic book podcast where we talk about the... Big events of the week in the world of comic books and Marvel. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, but this is look. Marvel gets its due this week because it did a whole lot of big stuff. Uh, but we also, uh, I don't think there's really any movie talk this week. Believe it or not, if Who I'm looking at shit? my show notes, and also later in the show we have a really, really awesome prize to give away. Remember those uh, image bundles? Humble oh bundles my we goodness! Last yeah. week, <laughs> you should, if you didn't buy yours, you're SOL because that humble bundle's over. But unless somebody here had four bundles to give away, Bo, Bo, how exciting! And mm-hmm. yeah, so this is a real fun episode. So let's get. Straight into it with what have you been reading? What you been reading? What you been? Re- this is a new sting. Yeah, what you been reading all day? Reading all day. <laughs> reading all night long. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Which I used to do, and I, I, you know, what's hurt my my reading more than anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, Simpsons Anywhere app on by that that now is my new bedtime story. It's bad. Is it its own app? Yeah, it's its own app. Meanwhile, I have been reading a lot more comics because I have finally accepted Guided View. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I'll take Guided View. I used to be like, I got to see the whole page type of dude. but I got over it. Well, I always look at the last... There's a setting for the last page to show you everything Mm -hmm. after you see it. That way you don't spoil anything at the bottom of the page and you can see the lay like enjoy the layout at the end of the Yeah. No, I need to change that on the setting. Do it. There's the thing where the last swipe shows you the full page. Yes. All right, I'm gonna do that. It's a must. I literally bought an iPad because I found it it had that option. That's why that's why I bought an iPad. Four years, three. Twenty eleven. Yeah, and when I get a new surface, it'll be twenty twelve. Just stop it with the Microsoft products, okay? So now that I have had a, an iPhone for six months, thank you. I will never go back to. Windows I don't like phone. Apple. Like, it's just a better product. It really is. It's just like I was. I'm. I. It made me realize what an app like wasteland the Windows phone is. Yes. Like it, in, in the wow, apps do it's make almost like difference. someone told you that for three years. And I never want to believe to try it. and not define yourself as an Apple. Had you defined yourself as something stupider? <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Well, but now there's going to be a Windows. Back on subject. Now there'll be a Windows 10 phone, and I'll be really up to date. Don't oh, forget to recycle me, Henry. <laughs> references, uh, ah. classic references. 
All right, Hope Brett, you, I think you had something you wanted so, to start with. So, yeah, I didn't read anything new this week. I did finally read Superior Iron Man number one, I think, mm. which is interesting, I guess. I don't know anything about it. Well, you read Access. I finally jumped to the end of Axis. Superior Iron Man is what? He's a a bad guy. He had his negative side surfaced through all Mm. the stuff in Axis, and he kind of remains sort of a bad guy. He's Mm. in San Francisco now. Oh, yes. We talked about that. He did a thing to Daredevil, didn't he? Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I didn't get that far. I know he's on, he's in the next story, but uh, I mean, I checked that out, but it's still so early. I don't really know how to weigh in either way. Uh, it's just a problem. We need to pay four dollars each time. You need to find mm-hmm. out if you like it or not. <laughs> but uh, there's that. But still, what I've been doing a lot is I buy a lot of old trades and catch up on a lot of stories that I missed. So like when I was in New York Comic Con, I bought like the Evolutionary War. I haven't started reading it yet because I'm that far behind. But uh, that's something I'm really looking forward to because those trading cards in 1990, which are what got me into Marvel, uh, were those trading cards slash finding out about the Secret Wars, mm-hmm. um, which was way over by that point in 1990. It was well well past its prime. But I just kind of all discovered it all at once, and those trading cards really helped it. Um, but uh, what the hell was my point here? Uh, I was Revolutionary War. Uh, yeah, uh, well, that they they reference like it would talk about like famous battles or something, oh, and it would be card. like Kree Scroll War and mm-hmm. Revolutionary War, and I'd be like, oh, I've always known about this, and I've always known about the High Evolutionary, and he factors into the Abnett Landing uh, cosmic stuff a bit, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he, I think he'll be a pretty big deal soon. Could be in the uh, yeah, I yeah. mean in the well, if they're bringing in the. He's uh, he's still connected to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch on a non-mutant level. That oh, yeah, what yeah, yeah. makes me think. Yep. So, interest. So, uh, I bought these two trades called Absolute Vision One and Two, and huh? apparently they've been reprinted more. It's been. It's not the first time it's been collected, but I was just confused because I was like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to like bulk up my Vision stuff because I I already have some, and I mm-hmm. I think I've suggested a couple of stories here. Somewhere. Oh, was this the okay? So this is old Avengers books from yeah. like the eighties. Yeah, this is eighties yeah. Avengers. I know this. So it's a collection that seemingly is like. Oh, this is going to be about like probably what the creation of Vision. Like, is that it's not it's not how he's built, mm-hmm. which Absolute would really you'd think they would include that story, but it's not. It's he's already on the team, and it the first issue that's in there is like this. The first panel is absolutely indecipherable. Of as someone who knows <laughs> almost every Marvel character, uh-huh. it is some guy who's yellow and black, made out of stars, like <laughs> Shakespearean, yelling at the sky, mm-hmm. which is not Earth. And then this Cthulhu-looking thing, made, made of teeth and eyeballs, flies out and is just like, "Hark! No, ye shall remain here." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I use a respectable medium. I read that whole issue. Vision isn't even in it. <laughs> and then the next, the next issue is like Vision at a fucking funeral. And then later on, like, Vision, what is it, what is he dressed like? He's the same. <laughs> he is not appropriate. Very respectful. But then later, there's a scene where they go see the Inhumans on the moon mm-hmm. because they've moved there, and now the U.S. government's like, "Wait, the Inhumans moved to the moon? You didn't tell us." Reed Richards, you are on trial again. So they send the Avengers uh. there, but it's also funny because like the Avengers, Inhumans, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch are there, and they—that's a story that is so them being Inhumans and not mutants. Mm. And I was like, wow, this is oddly timely, yeah, because that's yeah. their new history. That and really in that story, they have just been outed as Magneto's kids. 
Like it, it, there's they're like it's just oh, yeah. it's a recent thing. Well, because I think that happened as part of the X Men versus Avengers comics. I think the um, the original. Oh yeah, yeah. X Men like when it was X Men versus Avengers, right. and they got top billing. Not Avengers versus X Men. It's great. Like a, a brief aside. The way the X Men uh, like have now taken a back seat to the Avengers, it's crazy. to Remember when we were growing up, the yeah, X Men were yeah. the biggest thing. Yep, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I and found out about the, about the Avengers afterwards. Yeah, no, all those guys in one comic. Neat, interesting. Anyway, X-Men. who cares? The X Men has Wolverine. That's yeah. all I care about. Snick, snick, bub. And then, <laughs> so I'm reading that, and it's just it's the weird. And then the next issue is Captain Marvel's origin story, the mm-hmm. '80s Captain Marvel, the light. The oh, the transforms into the, the light. It would be later called Photon. Is that what, that's what she turned into? Yeah. yeah. So well, that's she when, that she's name. Captain Marvel, and it's like so the '80s Captain Marvel, and like, and I'm like, why is she? Why is her origin story in the Avision? It, it's just such a weird collection of like tangentially related things. But then there's finally a scene of like Scarlet Witch and Vision in bed because they're together, <laughs> they're married, at this point. and it's the only time I've ever seen Vision. Sleeping, naked? Oh. and he's naked. Is he? And he's red. He's all red. And I've never thought about mm. that. That means you oh, built. Yeah. That means you built an android that then wears clothes. Oh yeah, I never that thought he, of that it. He that he dresses way. in that costume I've just, on purpose. I've, I've just, just always seen like he is the red face with that yeah. yellow head. Yeah, and then maybe puts a cape on. That's fine. But mm. it's like he's a red. I thought it was all his skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did too. Frankly, wow, communist Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. So, but that was that's whatever. But. Then halfway through, I'm like, what is this trade even about? And I finally (laughs) read the back cover, and it is the most Troy McClure... Like, I just want to read the back. It starts... They came to Burgle Avengers Mansion. Oh, man, get ready. Because (laughs) I finally read... Because I bought it because it was on sale, and it was a local store, and I'm like, I always want to buy something when I go to a local store, because, you know, you got to support... It's a browse fee every time I go. You got to support that shit, man. Like, you can't... We we already let our kids down. We can't let the comic shops down. Mm. Assholes. More on that in this week's Video Game Apocalypse. Florida has declared arcades illegal. (laughs) What? Kind of. You'll pin- hear more on video games. Isn't uh, pinball still illegal in Oakland? Mm. No, no, that lifted the ban. Finally. Literally. You yeah. can also finally smoke. You heard about it because the ban lifted. That's like, why. That's true. Uh, so, man. All right, what's this? I want to hear So this. it starts like, okay, got it. And then, oh, man, it goes off the rails. So this is on the back cover that's trying to convince you to buy this book. Um the ultimate vision story begins with catastrophe as the android avenger is laid low by the barrier but if it doesn't kill him will his experience only make him stronger and are earth's mightiest prepared for the answer Whoa. that's three questions in a row. the hang on oh man the old order changeth once again as the avengers welcome aboard star fox and a new captain marvel but does that leave any room for spider-man and it's guest stars galore as the Fantastic Four move into the mansion. The ghost, the ghost of Spider Woman haunts the team, and yeah. Doctor and Doctor Strange makes a house call, seeking Scarlet Witch's aid, dealing with Dracula. Wow. Yeah. Well, the Fantastic Four move in. Soft cover, four hundred thirty-two pages. Uh, wow, that is that is the best. Well. I yeah. think they, that was written Fuck. by people who know how screwed up it is. Like, because like I'm reading the back, going like, uh huh, uh-huh. Star Fox's arrows got it, and then, and it's guest, and then Troy McClure's, and it's guest stars galore when the Fantastic Four <laughs> move into the mansion. Linda the Blair, go- the Ghost of Spider Woman haunts the team, and Doctor Strange makes house calls with Dracula. It's like, <laughs> who would buy this? And the answer, I, I imagine it is an '80s intro montage. The answer is me, <laughs> uh, but it's great. I. 
uh, I, I've kind of come to realize I'm not going to buy any more of the 60s Masterworks stuff. You're probably better mm-hmm. off. I read the first Avengers. It wasn't terrible. But oh, the they're first, just so dated. It's really hard. They're mega dated, and yeah. I'm like, so is the phrase mega. But they're just, they're super dated. Uh, it, it, Stanley's writing is I can just deal with, so dated. I have a pretty thick skin for it, but like, the first Fantastic Four is trying me. The Doom <laughs> issue was great because Doctor Doom is always great. But like then I think I reached too far when I read the first Daredevil trade, and mm-hmm. it's like this is actually not good. It's just really? well, you could you saw where they put their resources and what like like Jack Kirby drew so many books, but you could mm-hmm. tell what was his A book and his B book yeah. and his C book. Meanwhile, like I you know buying. It's the seventies and eighties stuff that I really love. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think some of that I, stuff is so strong. Let me see. It was the uh, the writer's name on there because I believe that. But that's also collection. Uh, uh, it is a Roger Stern. The Roger yeah. Stern one. It's Stern and Burn, right? Stern and Burn. <laughs> Stern and Burn them. Uh, but same thing with all the Claremont X Men stuff I've already talked about. Like it's wordy as shit, but like that's oh, the that's... way that Spider Man one that has two. That must be the two issues of Avengers Spider Man that I read. That was one of my favorites. Where Spider Man is like. Hey, let me join the team. I could use a paycheck. And then he like goes with them to the vault and they like fight supervillains in a vault breakout because nobody gets to visit the vault when it's not a breakout. Nobody ever just goes to the vault like, hey, it's a supervillain prison. Cool. And I don't know, I, I haven't read that issue yet, Henry. Thanks for telling me the whole story. Uh, I didn't I didn't even tell you up to page sixteen. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, well, but the vault is like always like I think I found out about it through Amazing Spider-Man, like when Venom broke out for the eighth time. Or something. Yeah. Speaking enough of, sp- of this bullshit, I read Figment. Well, hey, wait. Hey. Oh, gosh. What? Up. You love Figment. Figment's the worst. <laughs> Figment is not the worst. Chris, and I say well, that okay. as someone who is literally wearing an Epcot shirt. You are wearing an Epcot shirt <laughs> right, right now. So 82, the year he premiered. So Figment, the star of Epcot. The, Figment, the, the star of Epcot, the, was a brief subject of a, his own Marvel comic. Cool. Uh which tells the story of Dr. Blarian Mercurial. <laughs> Who hasn't been a part of the ride for like a decade, right? And him I mean, trying to harness energy through the power of the human brain. and accidentally Star crea- Accidentally creates what I can only guess. I really want to see him and Lockheed hook up. Two purple dragons yeah, that fucking fine. deserve yeah, one that'd another. that'd be cool. Under the Marvel umbrella. And it kind of went into fucking weirdo dipshit children go. territory. Very quickly. A simple spark imagination. <laughs> like that that ride, I, I didn't go on it till 2013. And it's way different. Going on it now it was, was basically the Wonder Shows in <laughs> imagination. It's a it's a parody of it's a parody of how people parody Disney. Yeah, I mean that's why they got Eric Idle in there to mm-hmm. like. Well, you know what I read you was read? I got all up to date on Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and by up to date, it is part five of six of the main Spider Verse story. So, Amazing Spider Man 13. Yeah, plus the side Spider Verse books where, like, mm. Brett, you. Uh, yeah. So, are if you not I, reading it? I haven't read it. Brett, if I were to give you a recipe for this to say what you have to read. Can you put a baseline under it? I would only say you need to read the main Amazing Spider Man six parter. Mm-hmm. And then the Spider Verse, just the twenty four dollars, and then just the book, <laughs> and then the book called Spider Verse, which they've had two issues of, and those are like five dollar big ones. Of but uh, it also Spider Man, te- Spider Verse team ups not bad either. But so I'm at thirty five dollars. So in the Spider Verse book, they oh. have they have all these little like two three page 
asides to just go to different universes yes. and have really fun and there's stuff. there's the Marvel vs. Capcom reference. You've seen that one, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. And I wonder it was how, cute. I did like it. But but when will Capcom sue them for stealing their version of Spider-Man? I wonder. For saying the word spider sting? <laughs> I know. Maximum spider and doing the moves? Like, come on. Um, but also, okay, so wait. My favorite bits in it. Spider-Verse, the, the regular books, it's still a ton of fun. I'm loving like seeing every Spider-Man, though. Now that the big uh, Marvel crossover that's coming this year mm-hmm. is about bringing together other universes, mm-hmm. I think it's weird that Spider-Verse is kind of the same thing. It is weird. It seems about like multiverse well, stuff. I was not... I, I'm not caught up, but I, I was reading issue 11 when you showed up, and for the first time in the saga, was intrigued because... What was it? Superior Spider-Man was a version of him was stuck in 2099. So mm-hmm. like Pete Parker has to be. Yeah, I just forgot how much I missed the Doc Ock Spider-Man. Yeah, and it's it's a fucking it's the fight that never happened, and it's, yeah, it, it happens throughout a, an issue, and it's fucking awesome. It was really cool. And it's to the see only them. thing I've liked about it so far. Yeah, I like seeing those two never really got to face each other, and right. like especially with a, a physical presence, and now they are and. And also, guess you know, what? They don't get along. Spider Ham okay. is there, and he's <laughs> like this funny punctuation on stuff. And then they've pulled out a couple that I'm like, wow, how did they do that? Like, how did this character? I, I don't want to spoil it for you, Brett, but uh, they have this one funny, the the one other bit in the Spider Verse number two. Uh, Dan Slott did these little like two one to two page joke things. The the Marvel's Capcom one was one of them. But another one was where these two Spider-Men are hanging out, and they're like, well, you're in the black costume, but not symbiote. And I'm in the regular red costume, but we're both Peter Parker, and we seem to have the same lives. Like, what's different about us? And they're asking each other questions. But then one of them says, like, if you notice that there's, like, a lot of Japanese Spider-Men, there's, like, four of them. That's weird, right? Uh, and then he says, what, do you think that's too many? And he's like, no, no, it's not about them being Japanese. And then he says... Oh no! Am I the racist Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I like there were the, there were really the, the Spider-Verse book gets to explore more of the humor around the Spider-Man thing. I should check it out. Yeah, it's that one's really fun. Th- those two are, and then I mean Spider-Man team up, the Spider-Verse team up. Did I tell you about the one? I where recommend they... getting codes from somebody, uh, except not from Tim Wah. Thank you very much, oh, buddy. Man, if anybody has codes, I'll take them because I'd love to read it. But did God. you hear the one I told you about? How they went to the '60s Spider-Man universe? Like, yeah, oh, that was that so was good. the last time I was on, and Chris didn't play any of the '60s sound effects till it was till it was too. Now late. would be a good Never time. Never let to... me charge the computer. Oh, but there's also so always left in repars. Non non Spider-Man related things I read. I read the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number me one. Too. Which oh, I think you man, read. I read. Me too. Me too. The coolest thing about that is that like I I noticed in the beginning like. Like, oh, who's who's doing the artist? And it says trading card art, and that she uses the Marvel trading cards, oh, like, yeah. a parody of them to learn things about people. An app, the same that's way like I a trading did. card yeah. to tell, that tells her about stuff. And there's a different artist in the in the issue doing the trading card art, mm-hmm. and oh. that's, that's how she learns about Craven, who that, I have not seen in a long time. That she, yeah, that she's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, she also asked the question of like, wait, is this vest supposed to look like a lion, or is it a lion's face? <laughs> like. Is that even how lions work? He got it at Kohl's. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's funny. It's just like I can't. I'm pretty taken aback by how funny Ant Man was, and it's nowhere near as. Funny oh, I as did Ant-Man. read that it's after good, right? you talked about it. I read that. That was good. It's funny. Like I, yeah, I liked it. But in the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, I also liked that the. If I may get on a soapbox here, I do think that it it was it was drawn by a woman, mm-hmm. and so 
women had different body types in the book. They weren't all drawn as the same like supermodel-ish type yeah. girl. And Craven looks like me. He's but hairy. That, um, well, that there's like like for like they kind of make a big deal that uh, Squirrel Girl because of her she tucks in her tail for her secret identity which they say like gives her an awesomely huge butt and then it's just her walking around <laughs> there's like several jokes of like people just staring at her butt like wow that's a nice butt like i don't know it was fun to see her like celebrating having being kind of curvy it's that a fun book too yeah. bad it's about to end probably <laughs> um it's a uh... And I read Star Wars number one, which we talked about a lot last Isn't week. Isn't it a like, ridiculous amount of fun? I couldn't believe I enjoyed a Star Wars book it's that much. Great. It wasn't fair. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. like, this think- is what I'm telling you guys. This is what I'm telling you. What? Episode seven. Mm-hmm. This is going to heal the internet. <laughs> Better. We yeah. need a lot of help right we, now. Like, really episode it. one killed us. Mm. Episode seven. <laughs> It's going to reunite. And somebody had asked me, who's the one who bangs the table? I'm like, it's definitely Elston right now. <laughs> um, I bang the table, but it's I will... emphasis. It's fine. But I will say, editing, as someone who also edits their own show, hmm. uh, oh. we all fuck with the mics a lot. I hate that I show. can't stop. My, my fingers want to fiddle with the mics. Yeah, so you can't yeah, do that. These things I'm are... declaring a ban and yeah. meet, henceforth and forsooth. I'm just going to have to grab my shoulder. Unless you're hitting uh, Nickelodeon sound effects... <laughs> Your hands need to be tied behind your back. Uh, Will there ever be a day when we don't? But yeah, look, they got they got all the characters. They got all the characters so right. Like everybody was just in their voice, and they're like Star Wars the the New Hope Mm -hmm. voices too. And seeing like Luke just sort of use a lightsaber well, but he's not trained by Yoda yet. Like Mm -hmm. it's just good. It was to make out with Leia. No, no, no. There's none of that. I did share. I shared a. I saw a tweet of that yeah, from those somebody. Panels where they're making out like the '80s comic or whatever. Yeah, from the Marvel comic before. Oh, holy shit! Before yeah. it was established in the yeah. film, and they, and they are, like kiss no. each other a lot. Uh, oh no! I did. I I chuckled to myself for like a whole night because Chris aimed me, like, hmm? "Hey man, do you want a free? Do you want a code for the free Star Wars comic?" And I just replied all lowercase, "No." And then mm. signed off. That's, by the way, I the that. extent of all of our conversations. <laughs> oh, but John Cassidy's... <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. John no, Cassidy's not, not art so is awesome. Like, but I, I Oh, it's John Cassidy? John Ca- yeah, he's Man, the artist. He is, he's, he's good. He's the king. And one last bit about it that I love was that they got the... The way they drew a lightsaber was mm-hmm. not how I'd seen a lightsaber drawn before in motion. It's a really... Lightsabers are cool in motion, but how do you draw it in mm-hmm. a still image? Yeah. And there's... Super Star Wars. The way they did it was a repeating... It's not yeah. a swipe. It's a repeating one. So, like, l- lightsaber, lightsaber, huh. lightsaber mm-hmm. over wave. Like, it was an interesting... It was different. I liked it. Uh, okay. Yeah, Cassidy, I mean, I trust him. To... Oh, uh, too bad you don't have a coat. Uh, yeah, it's too bad. And then I also read. Hey, the, you, you, you guys have a code for this new Star Tron Wars got thing? it. He won it last <laughs> week in our giveaway. So. Congrats! I am. There you go. I would happily accept any Spider Verse codes. And yeah. I read the first couple issues of Steven Universe from Boom Comics. How's that? I love really good. I love it, Boom. I don't. The the artist is is on point. They get mm. they get oh, Steven works, and uh, it also makes me very. Sad that there's rumors Steven Universe might be canceled. Like the show or the comic? yeah because. A p- this is this is Cartoon Network programming notes. I had no clue about, but it was uh, the pre the the repeats. The day it was on daily repeat, and those daily repeats are gone as of this week or next week. And so that shows a real disinterest in Cartoon Network in this show if they don't want it repeating on television. And it's been on for like two years. Like, how many times can you repeat a show? Well, they I bet they play Adventure Time every That's day. Probably like, true. And something something World of Gumball. 
Yeah, blow <laughs> or Uncle Grandpa, that garbage. Or whatever. I'm not. Sla- it is. Uh, yes. Uh, let's let's all tell Cartoon Network how its shows for children are subpar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, that's what I loved about. Uh, like they're sneaking. I swear they had. They like, are. They are. They had like the gayest episode ever of Steven Universe last week. That's well, like, like Adventure was, Time. I mean, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't watched in like close to a year now, but I've. It's for grown-ups. Like, pretty caught up, but it's like it works for a little kid just to mm-hmm. see two interesting characters on adventures with wacky other characters, and then mm-hmm. it works on a. An adult can watch it and be like, "Oh, I get that this plot thread is continuing, and that's fine." Like, yeah, I'm glad I got that green card. This it's is- a good, it's a good show. <laughs> and there's also a Powers reboot. They just re- they put out a new issue, number one of Powers. It's like a new jumping on point because really? the Powers TV show right. is starting on PSN soon, which is really interesting. I'm from a games journalist perspective Ugh. I'm curious to see how Sony what will happen with Sony producing its own TV shows for the PlayStation Network I'd like weird. that trailer they showed for it it had the PlayStation logo on it and contained more foul language than any game trailer they've ever shown I know as That's if they crazy. were going for broke I, I, that made me excited but uh, Comixology is also hosting don't poo poo it a Brian Michael Bendis sale no, I would things. not. Yeah, and it's got uh, what disassembled on there. Brilliant, Powers, oh, brilliant, boy. fire, fortune and glory, goldfish. Uh, I was just Scarlet. talking about fortune and gold. Were you? Yeah. Yep. A murder Inc. Murder. Wait, the United States of Murder Inc. That one I have not read. Me neither, son. He Me neither. is such a, pro- a prodigious art. Is that the word? I'm Prolific. Right? Prolific. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right, I, I that's enjoyed all him, I've read. I enjoyed him a lot in Ultimate Spider-Man all the way through. Like I thought he had that voice down perfect. It's just that voice doesn't work for the entire Marvel universe. I wonder if when the Ultimate Spider, I wonder where he'll be on Ultimate Spider-Man if anywhere after. I wonder where Bendis is anywhere at post Secret Wars. Well, is that what we're talking about after the break, Henry, or what? We may. Well, I think Chris hasn't talked about anything he read. Uh, Figment, yo, he did. Oh, he talked uh, about I, Figment for an hour. I did. I did. It only felt like an hour. I read Spider-Verse and I started to read because Tim gave it to me um, Avengers 40 Mm -hmm. which he says is the official kickoff to Secret Wars I mean sort of it's it's insane because the banner of it like only four more months yes (laughs) it's called the end is near or something like that but really New Avengers 1 started off Secret Wars yeah so like like, I I kept up with New Avengers I actually mm -hmm. really liked when they the Marvel now because it's Mm -hmm. the Illuminati if you remember that story from several years ago it's Reed Richards Black Panther I wasn't into Hickman's regular Avengers but his New Avengers was really good New Avengers I liked a lot because and and at some point on this show I mentioned like what is the deal with Marvel and these multiple stories about the time stream being mm-hmm. disrupted blah because Angela got brought in because of Age of Ultron mm-hmm. and all this other stuff and it's like are they building it seems like they have to be building been, something yeah. because they're talking about reality breaking down a lot for mm-hmm. years yeah and this is apparently the new Secret Wars is when they make this uh, new battle world yes yeah we well wait we do we want to talk about that or do we need to take a break? We should take a break before we get into All right. that. That's 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 heavy territory. I, I'm I'm not as up to speed as you guys, and I I hope other people speed. in the listening audience. Oh, barely, by the way, barely. the Venture Brothers special. Oh, that is the the best thing. And I did so I, I did grab one sound effect. From it. It's um. Let me see if, if I can you find it. love. We can talk about this bigger some other time, but. If you love comic books, you need to watch the next week. We're going to talk. I I want to make a big Venture Brothers segment because Venture you, Brothers is legit my favorite show 
of being an adult. I think so. Like, I since think I turned 21. They like, haven't had a show in two years, and it yeah. brought it all back, yeah. seeing this, this, I, this special. I, it, it started, I think, when I was 24. <laughs> like, 04, I think. Yeah, it was first. It's 04. Well, really, a pilot was in 03. Right. But, yeah. but it started in earnest in 04, <laughs> and, like, it is my favorite show. It's If you're a comic fan and not watching it, it Next is week, so, we're going to try and give you It is a perfect, why. like, validation, yet send-up and criticism of yes. superheroes yes. and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, worshipping them. And it doesn't seem... Yes, it never seems cynical about it. Like, that's stupid. It's like, why it's superheroes are superheroes are cool, but they're also losers, but that's fun, too. And it's not... And, and that's that idea itself is a trope. Like, oh, yes, the superhero loser. We got it. But it's, like, <laughs> not, not quite like this. Here's maybe what you missed if you only watched uh, it on Adult Swim and didn't go to their website because they have... Not only is this the latest special, one-hour special, the actual ending to the season season five. It's a mega finale. There's an actual ending to the ending on the website that you that wasn't played on television. Mm-hmm. And this is I'm not going to spoil anything. When he finally came back, his <laughs> hair had turned from black into bright white. What? What the hell? Is that the crash test dummies? Good God, you've got to be kidding me. What? Was this one of JJ's last wishes too? Uh, according to his last will and testament, I'm afraid so, yes. <laughs> we will be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back with the big news of the week. Owen's hair was this girl. everybody thanks again for listening to cave crisis on the laser time podcast network and uh you know i really appreciate all of your attention all the notes i take them into account i want to make the best show possible i really do <laughs> please i'm sorry but hey uh thanks for thanks for listening really but if you want to help uh us out and uh with more than just your attention go to lasertimepodcast.com there you'll find a link to paypal you could give a little tip to us via paypal it helps keeps things flowing on this free website you know bandwidth is not cheap uh you could also buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store there's a link to that right below there's a link to that right below the uh, the PayPal store. And uh, there are links to a bunch of stuff on Amazon on the right side of the screen. Now, you don't have to buy what we're suggesting. Just buy anything through that link. And a little bit of money comes our way and no extra cost to you. It's it's so wonderful, guys. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please give, give us a new review. Give us a nice review, please. I'm, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, and, and I really appreciate it. I just looked at uh, the most recent reviews. There's some really nice ones. Thanks a lot. Uh, and lastly, it's time for the Hank's Corner pick of the week. Uh, I'm feeling in a real Bendis mood after reading the Powers reboot. Uh, so I'm going to suggest my favorite Brian Michael Bendis thing I've read over the last few years, which is Scarlet, uh, a miniseries he did with his frequent Daredevil collaborator, Alex Maleev. It's a story of, uh, I guess like you'd say, uh, urban descent you'd say this this young lady named Scarlet uh, decides she's going to take on the corruption in the police task force but she's also a hipster that lives in Portland and it's it's very real and, and different it, it has kind of a very like filmic vibe to it I really really enjoyed it 
So first volume of Scarlet, you can find that on Amazon. We'll have a link to it on the show page for this episode on lasertimepodcast.com. So take a look at that. You'll find a link to it. And now back to the rest of the show. Welcome back. Secret Wars in the big news. Big old news this week. Uh, all right, so have you guys heard about the Secret Wars? If not, nope. I will tell you. Yeah, I've heard about it. So they announced a it thing was a, a called big announcement on the 20th? Secret Wars last year. But uh, now they were finally going to tell us about it in the announcement to end all announcements. Marvel hyped it as. For 2015. No, they will have more announcements. They certainly will. In fact, it is the announcement of more announcements. So they had a live stream. The short version is that so they the Secret Wars, as the images had shown you, it's bringing together a giant. It's all of Marvel's multiverse is falling into each other. When I saw that trailer, it looked like a commercial for a Marvel board game. <laughs> it kind of is. So as they explain it, as, as you were talking about, Brett, earlier, mm-hmm. in New Avengers, there's this thing called the Incursion that's been happening where um, like 616, a regular Marvel Earth, mm-hmm. is falling into the universe, uh, or into the space of other universes. Mm-hmm. And either that Earth dies... Uh, one of the Earths has to die. One of the yes. realities has to That's die. That's set up in like from in the first New Avengers? That's in the first issue of okay. Hickman's New Avengers. And Hickman's writing Secret Wars. Okay. Uh, and so... And I do like it. I would recommend actually reading New yeah. Avengers. So Secret Wars happen as as Tom Brevoort, I believe, put it. Secret, event, uh, Secret Wars begins where the ultimate universe has now fallen into 616. And they have eight hours to prevent them from colliding. And they fail. Right, and so Ultimate Universe and the Marvel Universe fall into each other, mm-hmm. as do a bunch of other ones, to create a thing called Battle World, which is a whole new, bigger planet with bits and pieces of other universes in there. Now that includes, you know, if you Brett remember Battle World from the original Secret Wars, which was, <laughs> I'm exhaling. A lot. It it it's Battle World from all these other secret the, from the other Secret Wars book, except it's uh, like the New York of this of this one universe, and and they're implying like that's why you've seen the those Kansas images of another. That's why you've seen those images of uh, here's the Civil War Marvel characters. Here's '90s X Men. I didn't here's hear all these other ones. That the, the only Ultimate book being published now is Ultimate Spider-Man? Yeah, they pretty much canceled everything else and That's were just insane. holding back until then. No idea. Uh, I had no idea. I mean, I fell out of interest with the Ultimate books not Me long lot, not long before they started Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I frankly was surprised they kept it going. And they say But this... then they, after that came Miles Morales, which is like, this is what the Ultimate Universe should have been all along, was yeah. actual like differences. Well, yeah. and, this, and like you said, this has felt like something they've been leading to for a very long time now. Yeah. With cataclysm. Well, yeah. Uh, and, so I thought. 
Well, also Age of Ultron. Like Age of mm-hmm. Ultron broke the you, broke time, mm-hmm. and then they've been having all these like crossovers into other universes, and and then the new Avengers thing, and then also from a publishing standpoint, they've been getting rid of everybody in the Ultimate Universe that is a double of somebody in the Marvel Universe yeah. until the Ultimate Universe is just this weird like teenagers club, <laughs> and so now they're uh. going to come into regular Marvel. Though I do have the point of like. If it's civilians from the ultimate ultimate universe that come into um, the regular Marvel universe, yes, everyone in the ultimate universe knows that a dead kid named Peter Parker used to be Spider Man. Yes, so when they see a man named Peter Parker who does all this stuff with Spider Man, yeah, isn't somebody going to say that guy's Spider Man? <laughs> like, Probably. Yeah, I, who knows? It's all really confusing. I mean, I hope... I mean, who knows how much Right Hand's talking to the left, but, I mean, Dan mm-hmm. Slott, like, the whole Spider team well, took I great see, pains to undo that I stuff from Civil and, War. And I can't see Dan Slott leaving because, uh, you know, with a year up, all these uh, best-selling book lists came out, and, like, Superior and Amazing were all over it. Like, yeah, it Superior was, was great. And Amazing sold... Like, Amazing number one was the best-selling book of the year last year. Wow. Like... Though Star Wars, Star Wars is, Star Wars is only poised a week. to take it this year. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars is already a week old, and it will very likely be number. I was one. pretty shocked. I, up until I read that article about the projections for Star Wars, I didn't realize how few comics ever met a million. Oh, it's and, very in this day and very age, rare. Not just period. A like hundred thousand is hard to hit. Like, yeah. I mean, a million, you're talking like 90s I don't know. It's just, it just my like fucking millennial version of what success is. You sell a million, right, you're successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the 90s, no like X-Men number one and, and a lot of image stuff like Spawn number one and all that stuff. Like that was hitting a million, but that's when comics were at mm. their peak financially. I, but I have to imagine there's a Death of there Superman. has to be a renaissance here. Mm-hmm. More I, comics sold or maybe I more mean, comics stolen than ever. Yeah, I think I think the I think we're on the uptick, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it's never going to be the '90s. Like the '90s, the '90s got that big because people finally realized it was the collector's boom. Really, yeah, it, it wasn't. wasn't it, was, it was kind of artificial to a degree. But, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. totally. It was just like oh, the like event things. Convin- people ah. were convinced if they bought an event book, it'd be worth a million dollars, just like Amazing Fantasy fifteen, right? But as Stan, and here's Darkhawk number one. You can get it on the ground floor, man. Yeah, this and Sleepwalker number one and yeah. Nomad number one. They people didn't get that yeah. the other stuff was 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 expensive because it was rare. They but didn't get that it was rare because of wars where people left their homes and then their grandmothers and mothers threw that shit in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and they were disposable newsprint. Yeah. Nobody wanted. Yeah, nobody only, saved them. Only the the like one, top. 0.001% of nerds yeah. actually kept comics in bags in, in, in plastic bags in the yeah. 40s or 60s. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, so, yeah, Secret Wars, it is interesting to me how Marvel is phrasing it too. They say it's, it isn't a reboot because what happened before will count, but it'll be like folded into stuff. And there was a very strange quote, which I feel like was trying to trick us of saying like, I, I think I shared that one with you, Brett, that they said, if we wanted to bring back Gwen Stacy, this would be how we could do it. Because they're just right. like, pretty much, in that way, it reminds me of Infinite Crisis. It does. This whole thing seems like a DC move. Yeah, because, well, specifically out of all their reboots, out of all their numerous reboots, Infinite Crisis was the one where they killed all these multiple universes and right. folded 
like literally showed okay all these yeah, things are yeah. coming into one world and that rewrites some history what we feel like rewriting right. but what's core about these characters will stay the yeah. same and things we liked will keep yeah and i feel like that's gonna happen and it it also makes me worry of like is this gonna be an, another way for them to de-emphasize the fantastic four oh i totally expect like, like i mean i guess they're on the cover of one of them not the no not x-men or fantastic well they're not on the big cover for number one like people noticed they're conspicuous in their absence and that makes me wonder that they're doing this big crossover to be like well normally these spa- this space would be filled by the x-men and fantastic four but since we just have like oh look it's in another Sp- guardians of the galaxy well or well i was gonna say but instead it'll just be a different spider-man a different thor a different oh, captain america We'll just double up on the characters that appear in the film. There's, there's some wrestling logic here to to, to look at, though, mm. where it's like, it's good. You guys built up new stars. Your your top baby faces and top heels were taken away. They left. Uh-huh. And <laughs> That's so unfair. The X-Men and Fantastic Four, for the longest time, were their biggest things, especially mm. the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And... You had and Spider Man and, and Spider Man and what did you have to do? You had to you had to build new stars. <laughs> and Captain America, Thor, Iron Man were not those. You watch the Monday Night Wars. No, I mean I just read about this. Shit I know every, I read mean, about yeah, this yeah. shit every single day now. I'm I'm entrenched. It's so, but but what they did they built new stars. Yep. But now these stars have been around for like five years. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to be this into Iron Man forever. Mm-hmm. You got to maybe the new stars. You got to find a way to get those old stars back. Yeah, well, but but uh, like this this constant de-emphasizing could only could possibly hurt them because it's like you're leaning so much on Thor, Cap, Iron Man. It's like they're really popular, but like three Thors and three Iron Man is not as interesting as one as the Fantastic Four. Yeah, written correctly, it's mm-hmm. it's like yeah, you know. yeah. I uh, I also read there were. Rumor, I, you know, I said no movie news, but mm. I did read rumors that the Fantastic Four film is in trouble. Oh yeah, huge trouble, and that like it, it they, sounds awful. They're having to do big rewrites, big reboot, re- reshoots. It's it's just very a, expensive. I mean, I, very expensive. I'm not following it, but it's just it's on. If if everything we've read about the rumors or, or whatever is true, it's just well, like. It's just unfathomable something can get that far along and it's like the problem is that it just it has to fail for Marvel to get it back like it has to be such an abject failure that like almost irrevocably poisons the brand sure the Fox will go like we won't make another one of these in six years that's when our thing runs out so F it here Marvel give us give us 500 million dollars you can have it back yeah which frankly I feel like they have to do because after Infinity War and Thanos, to, yeah. there is only one villain. There is only one villain that can be even remotely as interesting as Thanos, and that is Doctor Doom. I mean, Doctor Doom, if he if he was owned by Marvel, he's the number one guy. They yeah, only absolutely. went to Thanos. Yeah. Like, Jeremy Parrish. Well, Ultron uh, also. But yeah, it's like Ultron too. But Doom is like, he's the guy. He's the guy. Like, Jeremy Parrish told me this, that he he's glad they lost those dudes because it made them have to, like... There'd never be a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, never a Doctor Strange movie. Well, right. I mean, that's that's what I was saying. Like, they had to build up their other heroes, and mm-hmm. it's like, they had to take these chances on all these other characters, because, like, we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what breeds innovation, is when you don't... You have a choice. Like, you have you have to think on your feet and... And, uh... What is it? Improvise. Yeah. And... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, improvise. And, uh... <laughs> but, like, no, instead of just relying on X-Men, 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 and Spider-Man, 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 it's like, we're gonna make an event... A Captain America? And I was right there with their... Like, mm-hmm. 
I'm one of the biggest Iron Man fans like ever. Like reading, I have all those toys from the '90s, watching that stupid cartoon every day, mm-hmm. and reading the comics. And it's like you're gonna make a that's gonna be so expensive. There's no way you make your money back. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't believe you. And then Iron Man One came out, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> and so, then they kind of took it from there. But it's like they had to take that leap of faith. Oh, also Tom Hardy quit the Suicide, yeah, Suicide Squad, Squad. And like, and there now was news. Jake reports, Gyllenhaal doesn't even want to do it either. It's there was here. news. No, there were news reports that Jared Leto would be out. Mm. Jared Leto was the Joker, and yeah. that Jake Gyllenhaal would replace them. And I said, how can you replace somebody with the same person? <laughs> That's the exact same person. We all know this. No, Toby McGuire is Jake Gyllenhaal. No. The same person. No. no. Well, okay. At a time it was when Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> almost replaced him in Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. they were the same person then. Now they're closer. To, he's closer to Jared Leto. But yes. That's why... So is Leto leaving... Suicides, or is that the rumor that he'll? That's drop the out? rumor. The rumor and is the rumor that, that it's a big it's, old mess, and that they signed people to stuff before a script was ready. <laughs> Though I also bet Will Will Smith is playing his uh, creative control, whatever Trump card. card. Anything yeah. he got in the script that yeah. I don't like, he gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> He's like Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, what? But, okay. So Secret Wars. So Battle World. If, if Battle it's World. A, it's a quick aside. Battle World in the original Battle Secret World. Wars in the eighties. Please help me. The whole bit was Secret Wars was to sell toys, but. Yeah. <laughs> It was, it, and that's the first real. It was a secret war on your pocketbook. The oh, first on your mom's purse. This oh. <laughs> 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 the first like real, um, real toy line. Like mm-hmm. like there were toy lines before, and they were kind of scattershot and blah blah blah. But this was like we're gonna make an event book where the whole Marvel universe crosses over with each other. And at that point, they hadn't done it. And the idea, like I don't know when the various crises took place. But I think the big one was after Secret Wars. Secret, yeah, Christ on Infinite Earth was after Secret Wars yeah, a year so, later. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just, the general idea was, wow, like it's Hulk with Spider-Man, with the X-Men, with the FF, all in the same book with Doctor Doom and with Galactus. The fate of the universe for twelve issues long. For twelve issues, and like you had this year-long story that was like Battle World was this. It, cosmic being called the Beyonder just comes to Earth and is like, hey, I want to see some weird Who shit. Who is the Beyonder? I don't know. Why don't we hit a button, Chris? Collect your hero. Help me. Who is the Beyonder, Henry? All right, so this week's superhero spotlight. Wow, I didn't even know, but I... He's on the Beyonder. Thanks walked for you right, walked you right up to that doorstep. Um, well, so the Beyonder first appeared in uh, the original Secret Wars, but he... Played by Rutger Hauer. Uh, well, he was nobody. He was played by a flashlight. Like, <laughs> well, they they really oh, didn't know favorite, my favorite Pixar movie. They really didn't know what they were doing with the Beyonder. Really, like they just said a dude, a thing pull who is more powerful than Galactus, who could destroy Galactus, pulls right. all of the superheroes together just to make them fight for his amusement or whatever. They had barely any description of who he was other than just it's the Beyonder and he was created by Jim Shooter and Mike Zek but then he took on physical uh, corporealness in Secret Wars 2 when he became the very dated and 80s looking like oh man he dude is with like black hair and this jacket like a giant white collar like just a white bodysuit it the, was crazy his outfit is the most 1984 thing <laughs> Uh, I know it's crazy. So yeah, he was intrigued. Here's, here's Frankly, how, it's like the most 1979 thing. Like, there you go. Here's the here's the, they describe it in secret the, on Wikipedia. That yeah, he was intrigued 
by what he witnessed during the first secret war so he comes to earth to walk among humans and study them he creates a human body for himself originally uh looked like molecule man but is the secret wars 2 then he creates a fill yeah and then he creates his body based on captain america so yeah yeah and uh and then good luck and then there was also i remember there was a, a jokey scene in spider-man comics where spider-man taught him how to pee like he's like yeah. oh i have to use the bathroom but yeah he's basically this cosmic being that wanted to understand battle and valor or something and is like I'll take all these heroes and all these villains but he literally rips pieces of earth out mm-hmm. and, and creates a new planet out of these patchwork called battle world mm-hmm. and it's called battle world because he wants all these characters to battle and then but it's an interesting it's story not just a clever name <laughs> all right shitty beetles though also to a degree he was uh, I think they later revealed that he was a he was a pow- uh, he was a cosmic cube that gained sentience yeah there's <laughs> so something that's like how he that cut yeah. that much power uh, yeah. Yeah. but but I mean it, secret wars I mean I talked about it a couple years ago on this very show but there's a collection where you obviously you can read the whole thing but it's like it's it's interesting to read as a historical you know, artifact of like this is the first like big intercompany crossover mm-hmm. of all these mega popular characters in one story, but you get to see a lot of interactions you normally don't. Like, I I hate that Ultron is like immediately taken out by Doctor Doom, but that's what Doom does. Mm-hmm. And you get to see the villains bicker and argue, and the heroes try to get through this crazy scenario where Galactus might just get hungry and destroy the planet out of hunger. It's it's an interesting thing that it's like it exists to sell toys based on a Secret Wars toy line, but it's still told a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. That that it's a summer blockbuster, like it's very light on like character de- depth, but it's action, 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 and it's yeah. really interesting. It's it's a big like slobber knocker. Yes, say, it yeah. is. And then but then, the, that's and then why the it's weird. Just like the MacGuffin that. But gets that's it why going. it's weird that this new thing for the current Secret War one. Why it's called Secret War when it's not a fucking secret to anybody because mm. <laughs> it's the world. It was a secret war because it, nobody knew where the superheroes were in the original. Yeah, one. they like, they were just gone. Yeah, um, nobody knew what it like. That's the other. That was the other interesting publishing thing they did. Yeah, that. The superheroes disappear at the end of their of their regular book. Yeah. The next month, they all come back from a place completely changed. Yeah. So Spider Man leaves, comes back in a black costume, and you don't That's know alive. why. And you don't know why. And that like the Fantastic Four comes back, and the thing isn't there, but She Hulk is there. Yeah. And there's big changes like that, and you're supposed to read Secret Wars for a year to find out why that change happened. Yeah. So, yeah, that was wow. an interesting approach, and it's too. very it's, that. That's why it's really interesting, and you should you should check out that trade. And so, the Beyonders last was last seen in the uh, miniseries called the Illuminati, where yes. it was revealed that he's both an Inhuman and a mutant as well. Oh. And Terrigen Mist stuff. It was such a retcon of his bullshit, but just to, like really just to make him an Inhuman, like apparently everybody is these days. But mm-hmm. uh, this was before eh. all that, so yeah. Uh, but anywho, but he still is dressed the same. Which, and, but but yeah, which just it's weird that this is called also Battle World because it's like well, it was called Battle World because like a sentient being took pieces mm-hmm. out of a planet to make a battle world. Well, Why I mean, is this called Battle World? Well, I wouldn't be surprised that if it is revealed, somebody put them together. Like it's not there is a force behind sure. it all. Well, I believe it. there's only one living tribunal, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. What? He's, he's the living tribunal supposed to be like uh, help. He's above all that. Help. Like what? there's well, a, there's eternity, right? Yeah. So eternity is like the embodiment of a universe. He's and everything of the universe. But 
each universe has its own eternity. And a uh, multiverse would have multiple eternities, but allegedly the Cosmic Tribunal, mm-hmm. who is this tall golden dude with three, like a, a rotating head for like guilty, innocent. He you know, makes whatever. the judgment. He is the judge of all reality, and the only person he answers to is like the Marvel equivalent of God. Yeah, that is the level. <laughs> it's like, me, Stanley, who's called the in, one above all. If you've way. read the Infinity Gauntlet, you, you, they, uh, in the first issue, they mm. illustrate that level, the levels of things very well. They're like, Okay, there's cosmic level heroes like Silver Surfer. Above that, there's like cosmic deities like uh, Galactus. Also, to use the next Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, but like Galactus, and and then above him, or maybe on the same level of the Eternals mm-hmm. and uh, and dudes like that. Then there is the the entire universe guy. Oh, well, then there's Eternity, Eternity, and then, uh, Infinities, the female counterpart that I think came in later, and then there's the Living Tribunal who yeah. they answer to, and in Infinity Gauntlet, they're like. A living tribunal, yeah. just stop Thanos. Like, he's going to destroy everything. He's like, no, through the process, like, he didn't break the rules of his universe. He just succeeded better than anybody else did. Yeah, so I love the line because it. that this is, again, like, this is why I don't think, in, this is why I think Infinity Gauntlet is like the perfect introduction to the Marvel Universe because mm-hmm. I was 10 years old when I read this shit mm-hmm. and I didn't stop to, who are all these people? Just read the fucking book. And comprehend what you're reading, asshole. Stop it. I don't know who the Beyonder is. I can't. Well, that's not that's that's a different story. But like, yeah, Living Tribunal is like because uh, Eternity, who is like, I am the universe. This this guy can't. I don't know why they're all from wherever this guy. <laughs> but even the Living the Tribunal Bronx. wouldn't do that. It Eternity's like. like this asshole can't take these gems and take over the like. Mm-hmm. That's against the rules. I'm Eternity and he, Living Tribunal, and he's one of those characters that gets their own crazy word box. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he doesn't have a word balloon. The That's word, how important he the is. words are just on the panel. There's no balloon, <laughs> and it and when he talks, it's just like Thanos has broken no rules. He's just seeking to replace you. That is survival of the fittest. Thanos has committed no crime. I'm out, and they're yep. all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then that's why all that crazy shit gets to happen. Because, but it's also fun knowing though that whole time that Living Tribunal, if if he ever felt like Thanos was breaking some imbalance, he take him off he'd board. be like, "The gyms are irrelevant. You're done." Like, yeah. but it's but just, has he ever done that? He's never like I, I don't think he's. I don't I know. Can't remember too many judgments of his. I like, feel he like really he really is a rare, rare. He's occurrence. a rare appearance, and I feel like he must have weighed in on something. Yeah. I, I think the only other time, the only other time I can remember him doing it is when. It was a Those trial two gay of Reed. Got married. Was this the, will not. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trial of Reed Richards. Where, oh, really? Uh, so Reed Richards in a John Byrne story. Reed Richards, like short the version, 80s, right? Yeah, 70s? short version. Reed eighties. Uh, Reed Richards allows the get the Galactus to live. He's like, we have to save Galactus. We can't let him die. Even though, and then. Then he goes on to kill the Skrull homeworld. Yes. And then people are like, you let him live, you killed us. And the Shi'ar triumph? And the, at a Shi'ar thing. And they and so, basically, they're written into a corner where like, no, Reed is guilty. Like, he yeah. did, he he let this happen. That they, that for John Byrne to let Reed be free, the living tribunal has to show up and beam into everybody's brains like, no, he is innocent because Galactus is nature and blood, or, or something. And then... That's how he got him off the hook, but only because the Living Tribunal just told yeah. everybody. Because I think are we still he, on Beyond, or can I close out? No, no let's or, close. No, oh, wait. no. And then also, uh, if you read Earth X, which is not necessarily the, the is an accident, keep going. It's not necessarily the canon future. Galactus and his reason for being a cosmic balance factors into it's that story. hard to separate what's in Earth X from what's well. Reality. It's an accepted reality that uh, 
Galactus was the first being of this universe yes. and the last being of the previous universe. Yes. So he mm. he always must exist. Yes. But Earth X mm. goes kind of into what he's doing. Yes, and what he's eating. Yeah. Mm. And Interesting. And why, okay. why, I can't why believe you still never read Earth, Earth X. Man. I'll read it. It's someday. outrageous it's, to me that you've I never don't know. You told me to read it, and then I'm like, this. Is, it's really hard to distinguish what's canon in, the uni- in that series and what isn't. I mean, nothing's canon per se. It's just like Kingdom Come. But it's all these kind of things that never get explained ever. Yeah. Except in that one book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know. Yes. All right, we should, let's close out the superhero spotlight. Select your hero. It was also a good one for the Living Tribunal. It was not bad. It's a, you got a yeah. twofer. So good for you, well, people. So real quick, nice bro- comments this week, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. much so, appreciated, guys. How long do you think this status quo change is going to last? Because they've had a lot of mega events of like more than one a year. I think, but I think. Yeah. Let me say first. No. I think. I that, think that they'll. Nah, I think that it'll last. I think it'll be a bigger one that lasts longer. That's what she said. Uh, but. Um, But I think it'll be like the tiniest dick being flipped. It'll be civil war level. In that civil war, I basically did set a new. Like you needed to know about civil war for probably five years because they go like I don't know about five. I'd say four years. I bet I don't even know about that. Well, in in like siege when inadvertently becoming Mike Shawn Michaels. Yeah, okay. For example, in siege, even in siege when Norman. In Siege, when Norman Osborn was in charge, they could, you still had to go back to Civil War to say, oh, he has the powers over the superheroes okay, and the government Dark because Rain of the Registration, Registration Act. Yeah. Siege and Dark Reign and all that. Okay. Only in Heroic Age did they go like, okay, the Civil War things are over. That status quo is completely gone. It's the end. Like, sure. So that's like two or three years. No. No, no it was, it was it referenced was for a very long, long time. time. What year was Dark Rain? All right, I'm going to look this up. Don't look I, it up. I, I can assure you, like... Well, here, why don't you guys say how long nobody, you think it'll last? It's just like every... I, not, you're definitely more in tune with this than I am, but, like, nobody mentioned Age of Ultron after it happened. Yeah. And unless it, it needs to be brought up for some plot point. But then there's always some character description or trait or, like, that happened during the Civil War. And I, fe- I swear to God, I feel like I've read something in 2013... That references Civil War. Well, it's fine to reference it because people reference, like even like in the '90s and 2000s, they would reference. I know, the- but I'm reading a bunch of these things out of order. I kind of had my little renaissance starting two years ago, but like right. it felt like it was, it really was status quo for a really, really long time. Because what year did it occur? Oh six. Oh six is when it and happened. So like, and- yes, well so into oh eight, I- well into like 20, 2010. Yeah, like Civil War was oh six, and it was uh, the siege which ended Dark Reign. And started the Heroic Age. That was to May 2010. So, four years. Man, Heroic Age was 2010? Yep. So, yeah, three, four years. Okay. So, you think it'll be that long for this? Though, I also think... I don't think it'll even be that long. Because even since 2010, shit has changed so much where people's attention spans are even worse. You guys have explained Battleworld to me a little better. And Mm -hmm. I've looked into it already. And I just... My mind kind of glosses over. And, like, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. But it's... As a master of reading... And concocting maybe certain press releases, they use the term so much in these when they talk about secret worlds in Battle World. Mm-hmm. Battle World is the key to the cop out of this not being a real reboot. It does sound like well, that was never Earth. Yeah. Well, so I think Battle World will be this big extreme, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I think once Secret Wars is over, they're like, okay, we have a new world, 
and nobody will know that it's like 20% Ultimate Universe, but yeah. it'll it'll let them just spackle over, not unlike I just Infinite don't want Crisis, to happen again it'll let them spackle over the problems I, they want. Yeah. Last week I say, Marvel would never reboot their universe, and they announce it the next week. I'm tired of being on podcasts where that shit happens to me. I'm tired. <laughs> well, of but I still don't think it's a total, it's not I, a new think, 52 level reboot. I think Crisis is the most appropriate analogy, because they didn't, some things were Something still counted. Some things remained. Like yeah. there was, a, there was a kernel that was consistent, and then there were. Yeah, but they said they're ending every issue and ev- everything. They do that every three years. Like, they, yeah, they, I mean, when they did all new Marvel, everything started over with one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so. that happens almost every year at this point. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets past twenty-five. Nothing. It's boring mm-hmm. when it's higher than twenty-five. Like people, yeah. they're like, no, oh, people are bored goes now. Past twenty-five. All right. Did you want to do the other thing, Chris? Or well, we? All right. Let's save that for another time. Oh, wait. We're going long. What? Oh, they are you trivia questions. Yes. Okay, we should do it, especially with Brad here. Just a couple. Okay, a couple. No, Chris, you yeah, you got to read them and ask them. About all right, us. it's time for the another entry in the Cape Crisis trivia challenge. All the right. Marvel trivia. What's These the are from a game? board game that I got over the Christmas break, by the way. Um, the Avengers first formed to fight what supervillain? Loki. Alright, I don't know who got that, that one. Um, uh, what is the code name of a super soldier project that creates Captain America? Uh, project Re- No. Oh, project Rebirth. 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 Wow. Are you Why'd you stop? I... Couldn't remember what that was. <laughs> he said rib and then gave it to Hank. Uh, who um, knows? Who knows? True or what? false, J. Jonah Jameson, uh, J. J. Jonah, I had one beer. True or false, J. Jonah Jameson's uh, son, John, married Jennifer Walters, True. She-Hulk. True, Henry. I didn't know that. That it happened in Dan Slot, She-Hulk. Uh, True or false, I read that. The Hulk, uh, Hulk and Kyra, what? Kyra, Sierra have one son named Scar. Shira. True. True. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, no. Sorry, sorry. False. They had two sons. Uh, Scar and Hirakala. Hirokala. I forgot there were two This one's a steal, if we were playing the game correctly. Um, It says steal on it. It does. Um, What character from the Marvel Universe wrote the book Sidekick about about his time with the Incredible Hulk, Avengers, and Oh, Rick Jones. Rick Jones. That is Damn it. Correct on both your uh, ends. Henry got that first. Um, what is the name of the armor that is painted uh, red, white, Iron and Patriot. blue colors? Alston, yes. What... What does Thor learn? Who? What being does Thor learn as his birth mother? Hel- Hera? Wait, what? I'm thinking of something. Uh, right. uh, birth mother. Uh, uh, Renee. Uh, no. Zellweger. Who's his mother in the movie? Place on Montalban. I forget. What is, is Ricardo Montalban? <laughs> it is. Uh, it's Gaia. Um, All right, my ass. Um, we also have one, one more. One more. What one is more. the name of the vampire creature that has battled Captain America several times? Manwolf. Oh, Damn vampire creature. No, that's uh, that's J. Jonah Jameson's son is Manwolf. Yeah, but that's not the question. <laughs> I forget who that wolf is. Uh, Nazi wait, wolf. Wait, you said where? You said vampire. Yes. Why do oh. you keep talking about oh, werewolves? vampire? I thought you said werewolf. Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, vampire. Nope. I don't know. Outs- outside of Morbius, I don't know. No, uh, it's Baron Blood. Oh, Blood. damn it. I should have known um, it was something German like a... What Baron. military man was wit- uh, first witnessed Bruce Banner becoming a Hulk and exposed his secret identity? Identity. Oh, wow. I don't know this uh, one. Not Rick Jones. Yeah. Not Thunderbolt Ross. Not, uh, Thunderbolt uh, Ross? I think this is... I'm this is beyond irrelevant trivia. This That'd is... Be, 
Uh, the unforgettable Glenn Talbot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from to, the no, Talbot Gambit. The, <laughs> nobody reads original Incredible Hulk comics, and so nobody knew that. No. Yeah. Um, true or false for the steel. Uh, Pepper Potts was her own suit. Uh, true, pe- true. <laughs> rescue is the answer. God damn it. Known as Rescue, yes. Jeez. <laughs> ah. um, who well, steals the Terrigen crystals from the inhuman Quicksilver? Black bo- God, I can't even. <laughs> it was, why, it was Quicksilver. Why, stop. Tyler's correct. Or hey, the, the unnamed yes. guest. Atta boy, buddy. I get hey, points. He's jumped in for the steal. Yes. But you're good at this. Um, last one. Last one. Last one. Let's go. What are the names of the ray, ray beans that Iron Man fires from his armor's gloves? Repulsor Blast. Oh, nope. Wait, Cra- what crazy is, Beams. What? Uh, Repulsor. No. What was the question? I couldn't hear it you, over me yeah, yelling. You were half correct. Repulsor. Beams. Repulsor beams. Proton beam. Proton cannon. And not uh, beams. Rays. Repulsor rays. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler. I said the full answer. The you should be on the show all the time. <laughs> yes. Um, what cosmic hero stops the Nihilist to effectively end the Nova. Nova. wave? And that concludes Great. Let's go by BGEmpire.com. Wait, no, wait. We have questions of the week to still oh do. Oh, my good God. Uh, but I already have the questions lined up, so I'm not just going to be reading random ones off a list. It'll go much faster, guys, because I'm so uh, in control of the show this week. I've planned so much. Good. Let's go. Last week's question of the week was, what <laughs> Star Wars-related comic book thing did you love a, a whole bunch? Brett, did you did you love any? I read Star Dark Forces as a teenager. He liked I, watching Luke and Leia make up. I read Dark Forces as a teenager, and then I read the Zahn trilogy as mm, a, a real old Zahn. a real book. Good old Timothy. I those are barely re- real books. Oh yeah, I also uh, read. Uh, oh, I did like Tales of the Bounty Hunters, mm, which uh, is oh, yeah, those were fun. Ghost written, like sort of side written by uh, the lesser. Um, no wait, the guy who co-writes some of the Dune books with Frank Herbert's son. Uh, they're Josh really, Herbert? They're really bad. Okay. Um, and then that guy, Kevin something Anderson. That sounds right. Kevin Anderson, yeah. Goes and then writes. He's not a very... Those those other Dune books are not uh, The big news I want to mention stop. this week. I'll stop. Disney Comics coming out again, but under IDW. Immediately Here, following IDW. a figment issue for Marvel... Scrooge McDuck is being published under IDW. Very strange. Very strange. All right, Batman Boy 11, he said, despite the having a massive collection of Star Wars trade paperbacks, my memory as to which ones were good is not, uh, or not, is somewhat limited. That being said, I really got to, uh, I'll have to go with the Empire series as a whole. It has an interesting uh, anthology-type story spanning the whole era of the Empire's existence, although it does delve into the prequel territory through flashbacks. But I have fond memories of digging through it a few years back. Aimbot Master brings up one of my favorites, a Star Wars sh- Tales short stories issue called Into the Great Unknown that uh, is basically a uh, what-if crossover between Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Like, really crazy. I- I've mentioned on this podcast before. Look it up, guys. Um, Triscuitable. Uh, says um, it's more it's a Star Wars novel, not a comic, but uh, it's called Death Troopers, a story about Empire testing a biological agent on the inmates of a prisoner barge. Obviously, shit goes horribly wrong, and it becomes a, a, a race for the few survivors left on the ship to avoid the steadily improving zombie hordes that now roam the corridors. That's crazy. I feel like there was a toy of that, and I saw it in a toy fair. Oh, and Han and Chewie are on the ship, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) But, uh, wow, that sounds like a crazy book. Uh, Then uh, Raccoon Hale says the uh, X-Wing Road Squadron comics. Really enjoyed that. that uh, Because who doesn't love themselves some Wedge Antilles? 
or Wes Jansen and Hobby Kilvan. Anybody remember those guys? I am known as uh, Antilles down south by a few people. Just so you know, yeah. And uh, Annual Gift Man Who Lives on the Moon brings up the amazing Star Wars <laughs> manga adaptations, which were each drawn by a different uh. Uh, a mangaka, as they're called. Uh, the Tingler says uh, Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison. It's utterly amazing and has a hell of an ending. And I literally just found out now it's written by Hayden Blackman, who wrote The Force Unleashed. So that actually seems like a negative on it. But uh, All right. Tyler, any favorite Star Wars comics? Oh, goodness. You can uh, make one up. I dare you. Yeah. Uh, Yoda Goes to Camp was great. <laughs> and that that's, a, that's an earnest movie. That was a fucking farce. It really was. It was great. I thought that was a LucasArts <laughs> adventure game. <laughs> it is the PC exclusive. Do you guys... I remember LucasArts was selling like... It was... Uh, like a Yoda desktop thing of like that he would like be in your trash can and say a thing when you'd like delete something and put it in the trash can. <laughs> Clear your history. Children around. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Stuff. Okay, this week's question of the week is uh, what new status quo really freaked you out? So, you know, the Secret Wars is uh, creating this huge new change in situation. They're just like, oh, this is resetting everything. This nothing counts or all this stuff's being thrown away or whatever. Like, so what new status quo? This doesn't even have to be universe-wide. This mm. can just be to a specific character of, like, a continuity reboot or something like that. Mine, mine is, uh, the Illuminati stuff is weird. Yeah. Um, we, we, I... I didn't think the Marvel Universe needed a reboot, but if you get like the most powerful minds together to do awful kind of like awful things together, you kind and of they keep acting like bad guys. Yeah, you yeah. need to do something to break that. But it's just like I grew up loving the Fantastic Four, and because nobody really seems all that interested, like Reed Richards appears as like some intermediary between a really bad guy and a really smart guy. He's mm. just utilized in certain situations. I don't like his new status quo at all. I don't. Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's he's, he's called he, he's called upon to look in everybody's DNA to prove that they're this and that in a different storyline, or he's just like kind of like I don't pay attention to my family. All I care about is progress. <laughs> well, and, but no more Fantastic Four. He's just going to be a consultant. He like, will. It all he's I don't be. like that at all. His his, his appearances mm-hmm. have always kind of bugged me for that. Um, the one that really bothered me uh, was a random one, but it was. Uh, the Captain America story where he, like, steadily loses his powers until he becomes, like, a dying old man. And this is the 90s, not what's happening now. But uh, <laughs> where it is also happening. His, yes. his super soldier serum in his blood breaks down. Mm-hmm. And the sad circumstances is that it was Mark Grunewald wrote the Captain America books for, like, a decade. He was had, like, the longest tenure on the series. And he got uh, a disease and was kind of putting that into the character of Captain America. And people respected him too much to not tell him, like, this is a bummer story and there's only one ending to this. And so, like, things just kept getting worse and worse for Cap for like a year until Grunewald ended the series basically killing Captain America. And then Mark Wade just had to reboot everything the next issue. Like, no, he's not dead. And he has all new blood and with all the super soldier serum. And he's fine. The end. Like, <laughs> and Wade had a pretty good... It, it's it's weird. He's seeing Mark Wade write in the 90s Captain America. It's such a bizarre cross-section where you're like, Wade's really good. 90s Captain America almost doesn't even register in my brain as a thing mm-hmm. that exists. Because, like... 
it was, it was of, all, of all the crazy stuff that was going on in the 90s and all the comics I was reading every day, Captain mm. America was on none of those. Yep, but it still couldn't not be published. I think there was yeah, some rule. Yeah, there was always being published, but then like the idea that Wade was on it, it's like, oh. Yeah. And even when you read it now, it's like, it's dated, but it's still decent because it's Wade. Yeah. Like, he's really and good. And it was really weird because he was doing, uh, that leads into a slightly different Sasquatch that also bothered me that they were, he was doing such good work on Cap but the the decision was basically made before he was able to succeed that they were going to do Heroes Reborn and just right. give Captain America to Rob Liefeld that moron. Oh boy! And so here I am, a fan of Mark Wade's book, and he's really getting somewhere. They're like, no, it's canceled. We're giving it to Rob Liefeld, and it's going to be terrible and late. Good <laughs> job. But then once Heroes Reborn was over, gave it right back to Mark Wade, and it was re-energized. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Tyler? Oh, oh, oh! Mine is when uh, it's also about Captain America. It's when he became a Muslim. That was just too much for me. <laughs> oh, boy, Captain, right. Captain America, a Muslim? I just couldn't. I couldn't handle that. The always controversial Tyler Wild. Right? <laughs> it's, it's a melting pot. This country. <laughs> uh, the one that probably upsets. I don't know. I never get bothered by status quos, really, because it's like I. What's one you remember? They're not gonna. <laughs> status quo is like a foul like nothing you know, changes it, we're all gonna die it's all gonna change again like you, you I either, stand by my Reed Richards comic I agree I don't like, like that marginalization the, the last of him. several years has been like his comic the last what about I, the unmarriage of uh, I loved of, it okay. so, so there's two things one it wasn't really a status quo so much but like a new number one of Ultimates mm. 3 mm. that was just this like like a bridge a, too far hard stop of like wow this is awful Oh yeah, that like, was t- Jeff Loeb. This went from like a thing theory. that I looked forward to and was habitually late. Like it was super late every time. But mm-hmm. it's Brian Hitch and was Mark Miller who wrote the yeah, one Mark and two. Yep. And I was like, man, this is really good. And when you watch the Avengers movies and stuff, now you can see so much of it is pulled right from Ultimates. Like one hundred percent, especially so, yeah. Age of Ultron. When you see yeah. uh, Hulk fight Iron Man in this movie, you're well, like, that's going to be right out of even this the movie. first like. The Iron Man of the film was yeah. Ultimate Iron Man. Yeah, it really was. A guy who can be in the suit for limited amounts of time, mm-hmm. uses a ton of power, has all the HUD and heads up stuff. And he's That's like a, a drunk but doesn't have any like, yeah. he's like, I don't care, I'm just a cool party dude. Yeah, and this is from 2002. So, but Real Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> but, but so Ultimate 3 was like a, okay, I'm done with this forever. And then Good was the brand new day. I, I Spider-Man was in such an awful place from... The other from Civil War, from all this shit that happened, and it's like I don't care what you do, make it magic. Who gives a shit? Just make this book fun again. For the love of God, it's been garbage for five years. All you've and done is kick this dude in the nuts for five fucking years. And then they did, and they changed it. And guess what? It's like the most fun it had been in decades. And the brand new day now, like it's I I still think of it as like oh that's current. It's like it's old. Eight years ago. Yeah. Eight years. It's, like it's a while ago. All right, so but yeah, I, I did like that. Answer that. Uh, I what was plug stuff? What uh, status quo change uh, was the most like crazy to you? Answer that in the forums for this week's question of the week. The link to it is on the page for this week's episode. Plug time, baby! Hey man, Laser Time podcast this week. We are talking. Speaking of superheroes, we're talking about secret origins, <laughs> but not of superheroes. Just certain adventures, characters. 
basically a bunch of shit you didn't know that came from commercials and shows that were completely changed. And the secret origin of Millhouse of revealed. Millhouse revealed. <laughs> it's, it's neat. It's not wait, 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 what? There's a secret origin of Millhouse. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to, to find out. I'll it's listen. not what you think. Um, or you get Wikipedia. I guess. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa, They got plenty of traffic. Never we heard need, of it. We need your help. Uh, did you all give your three dollars? No, yes, I did. They, they, they kept asking. They asked me again in like two months. They do more fundraisers than we do. Um, <laughs> fucking. Speaking, a lot of servers. speaking of which, uh, if you want to support us, you can go to our website, leisuretimepodcast.com, and there's a bunch of fun articles there. But uh, no article funner than the article I put up on the Studio Ghibli Museum tour, uh, which it's you can a great watch. Place. And it should have some cartoon Japanese cartoon accompaniment uh, featuring uh, Hey Now Hank Gilbert very Ooh. soon. Brad has a nice like uh, appearance drinking a beer. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, and, look, and look looking at a Japanese there. Jake uh, in the video and, oh, that you yes. haven't seen yet. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Well, Brett, you do a podcast? Uh, VGEmpire.com. It is a video game music podcast. The most recent episode was all about cars that shoot each other. Mm. Uh, that being a Twisted Metal, Extreme Carbogen. G, uh, things like that. Uh, and the Genesis game Combat Cars, which is not a great game, but has a fantastic soundtrack. Um, previous episode to that was strangely popular, which I thought was going to be a weird, like, and it was going to be into this, was all about menus. That was like, a fun one. Like the, the eShop music and Vita home screens. I like, remember that one. People were like really into this, and I was like, oh, wow. I should Fucking do Fucking menu music is great. It's, 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 it wants to lull you into a happy place. It's meant to loop. And it's Microsoft to... doesn't want you to enjoy that at all. You want, no... you, you want your money? In and out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then there's Video Game Apocalypse, the video game podcast on this very network, and Cheap Popcast, which is all about pro wrestling. So much to listen to, guys. Give it a, give it a, uh, Give it, it a, in your ear. Just listen to it. Give it a... Give it a... All right. Morty. So. Morty. Tyler, what do you have to do to plug? Oh, uh, you can find me on uh, Shaq News, US Gamer, <laughs> and The Escapist. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm real big on... All, but no, I'm not on any of those. But uh, mm-hmm. y- you can find me on the internet. You know where to look. Not a boy. Yeah, did you... <laughs> I uh, Real quick, funny aside... So I, you know, for no reason at all, I was looking for mentions of Tyler Wilde on Twitter. <laughs> and one of the strangest ones for that came up days. was uh, a, a continuing series of gay porn between, a, <laughs> I think, a man like uh, named Tyler Tyler Jones and Austin Wilde. And like, like <laughs> it was called like, who's bareback and who or something. And then it was just like total porn on Twitter. Man, like, I like I, that they don't know like yeah. who's bareback and, and you, who. You got there well, just, find just out. from searching Tyler Wilde. Well, there's switches. In the, in the <laughs> Henry, this is not related to literally anything. <laughs> I thought, no, it's, I it, thought the listeners would find that Where were you searching funny. for Tyler Wilde? Exactly. Highly relevant. <laughs> okay. Hey, but anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We will hear you next week. Wasn't this a great show? (laughs) And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!